This is The State for Monday, September 12th, where we bring you the headlines that matter. I'm Rachel Fulton. Today's weather forecast is predicting a cooler and cloudy day with a high of 64 and a low of 52. Starting off our week with the first headline, Michigan State football cruised past the Akron Zips 52 to nothing to begin the season 2-0. MSU relied heavily on the running game and forced fumbles to create significant momentum changes at key moments. The Spartans used both running backs redshirt sophomore Jalen Berger and fifth-year Jarek Broussard in a 1-2 punch combination for the majority of their scoring. Redshirt junior quarterback Peyton Thorne still didn't give the performance many expected from him. He completed 64 of his passes for 212 yards and zero touchdowns while throwing two interceptions. The defense, however, had quite a game. MSU forced four fumbles that were all able to be utilized by the offense and turned into scoring opportunities. MSU's offense then took the field and gave Berger three straight carries to get them within scoring position. Although Berger did much of the heavy lifting, it was Broussard who was given the green light to take it to the house and give the Spartans a quick 7-0 lead. Redshirt senior Elijah Collins was given the ball for six straight carries, ending with a touchdown, his first rushing touchdown since 2019, to run up the score 52 to nothing at the end of the third quarter. The Spartans used the fourth quarter to sub in young players to get in-game experience. Hence the appearance of freshman quarterback Caden Hauser, who played his first snap at the college level. He went 1-2 for two yards. They will travel to Seattle next Saturday to take on Washington for their first game on the road. For our second headline, several suspects remain at large after a shooting around 1.45 a.m. on the morning of September 11th on MAC Avenue. An East Lansing Police Department scanner confirmed victims were transported to the hospital, but the department was unable to confirm the number of victims or the severity of their injuries. Fights were reported to have broken out near the scene. An MSU alert sent at 2.05 a.m. advising students to avoid the area surrounding the intersection of MAC Avenue and Albert Avenue due to the incident. Police scanners indicated the suspects heading west towards Lansing, with both ELPD and Lansing Police Department responding. For our last headline of the day, the Board of Trustees met on Friday, September 9th in the Hanna Administration Building. Student leaders and liaisons delivered updates to life on campus and called for more inclusivity and transparency. ASMSU President Joe Kovac promised to make the voices of minoritized students heard at the meeting. Kovac said they were the subject of a hateful attack a month ago. Their personal office door was vandalized. This followed an article about Kovac becoming the first openly non-binary student body president at Michigan State. Kovac said they will spend this year working with the Board of Trustees to bring more minoritized students, especially from MSU's most diverse class of 9,800 students, to the table to make campus safer. Student leaders from various campus organizations discussed the launch of the academic year as well for fall welcome. Broadcast journalism junior Delaney Rogers is the station manager of the WDBM-FM Impact 88.9 FM campus radio station. 
She spoke about the work that Impact has done, as well as the successes with new members. As a station, we do a lot of event DJing, like welcome events or participation, Roger said. Anyone can join this team, regardless of your major or experience. About 300 volunteers have signed up since then. Following the district court judge's ruling that MSU was not compliant with Title IX when cutting the women's varsity swim and dive program, student-athletes, parents, and administrators have been outspoken about the program's reinstatement. Rachel Holt, a former MSU varsity swimmer from 1990 to 1994, said the university's decision left a void of opportunity in an incredibly large, very talented pool of young athletes. Trustee Nate Jefferson apologized for the loss of the swim and dive program, as well as for what the students had to endure. She said she hopes to continue to discuss the possibility of bringing the program back. Thank you for joining us for The State, produced by the State News and Impact 89FM. You can find us online at statenews.com and impact89fm.org, and we'll be back tomorrow with more.